Well, hello everybody. Oh, I'm too loud already. There we go. Hello everybody. Um, I should take an earbud out. Hang on. I'm d d uh. So this is one of those while I'm walking the dog kind of podcast recordings. Not a podcast. Uh, so I'm going to be out of breath. I'm going to be shouting the dog. I'm going to do all these kinds of things that you do. Hello, bark with the dog. He's there. I'm on a big hill. This is how it goes down. Because you've got to do these things when you remember to do these things, you know? And today's one of those days, so... Uh, yeah, I'm going to be panting, out of breath. I'm not trying to be obscene. I'm just unfit. And on a hill. A giant hill. You've seen photos. Anyway. Um, ooh, tech support rich show. Not done one of these for a little while. Because uh, stuff's got to happen in order to do one. And we've been doing stuff, so I thought I'd fill you in a little bit, just to start with. Uh, we've got a new, uh, what have we got, Remote Patrol is coming back. I just need to edit all this stuff, make it so it's coming back, but I wish I mean like, uh, season 4 episodes, we started with that. There are going to be 12, uh, just like there were with season 3, they'll be available on simply everything as usual. So that's, uh, I'm unusually out of breath, actually. Maybe it's just because I'm noticing it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, might get delirious in a bit as well. Anything could happen. So, anyway, yeah, make it so's back and uh, remote patrol. Uh, so, lots of shaft. Basically, I've just got a whole lot of editing to do on my computer. I might do some of that tonight. Um, excuse the shitty recording quality as well. Like I say, I'm on a hill. Uh, on a sort of a Yorkshire moor and uh, I've got a little lapel mic which is of uh, really low quality considering the price so I'm a little bit pissed off with that thing but come on Barkley you see calling the dog anyway I had an email didn't I um, and uh, I forgot the young chap's name already it's in my email but uh, as much as I would like to look it up and give him proper Recognition, I don't unload this app. Had an email asking uh, specifically to talk about Sony Android phones. Not Android phones, but Sony Android phones. So I thought that's, that's an interesting enough thing. We'd never do that. And uh, also on top of that, talk about what are the actual things that I bang on about that you can do with iOS that you can't do with Android, anything uh, in that area. And it seemed like it was a bit much to do for a take it or leave it. But it was ideally the kind of thing that I can do for this. So, a uh, person who sent me that email, thank you very much for that. And here are answers to your questions. You wanted to know about Sony Android phones. Um, Sony make the Xperia Z range. The current one is the Xperia Z3. Um, and by all accounts, and now this is the other thing you have to take into account. I have never used one. I've never handled one. Uh, I don't know anyone with one. I can just look at spec sheets and read on the internet like you guys can. That's that's where my knowledge comes from. But um, they, all, they are, by all accounts, pretty damn good phones. Uh, they just don't stand out. Now, you have to ask, why don't they stand out? Um, personally, I'm putting the blame on the fact that Sony do not sell them directly to consumers in the, uh, in the United States. Uh, and as you'll know, if the, uh, you know, if the tech press can't 
cover something, they don't cover it. It's that simple. So if AT&T and Verizon, come on Barkley, aren't pushing the new Xperia Z3, then Engadget and the Verge are very unlikely to do a store on it. So I, I think they just get, so not covered up, but just don't get the attention paid to them, uh, unfortunately. So um, yeah, I think that's a lot to do with it. I'm just going to take a pause and I'll come back with you. Oh no, do we need to even? I don't think we need to. I'm dealing with dogs here. Oh, and that dog's something, that dog. Anyway, where were we? The uh, not badness. I'm walking downhill now, so I should be able to speak a bit better. Uh, the okayness of Sony Xperia handsets. They're big, they're nice, they have up-to-date processors, they have, re you know, they're as up-to-date with the operating system as anybody else's, they, you know, they're, they're Sony, so I'm kind of betting that they're not bad build quality either. You know, as, as much as we make fun of Sony from time to time on Tech It or Leave It, they generally don't make stuff that falls apart, and I have never accused them of such, so I, I would trust the durability of those handsets. They also have, which is a very unique feature in, in the phone world, is that they're waterproof. You know, you can take your Sony's Xperia Z3, jump in the, the pool, and start filming 4K video underwater. Which blows my mind. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Uh, don't get too excited about that, because the quality of 4K video recording on any mobile phone handset is kind of laughable at the moment, and let's be honest, what are you watching it on? Uh, so, you know, don't stress about that. One day it will be very important that you want a phone that does 4K video. I, I get that, you know. Phones didn't used to do 1080p. But now, we, you know, you wouldn't, go, you wouldn't have less than that. So don't worry about it. But it's very cool. These things are waterproof. Uh, there's nothing else on the market by anyone that can compete with waterproof. Um, now, the Z3 is a big phone but it's you know it's a big phone in in that the HTC one and the Galaxy S5 is a, a, a big phones uh, they also make a smaller one the Z3 compact now these are this one's even more special actually the Z3 compact at the moment is a 4.6 inch uh, 720p display which makes it sort of like point one of an inch smaller than the current iPhone 6 um, with a slightly lower resolution display. I, I would imagine it still looks very crisp and very nice, but the, obviously the point of the compact is, as with a lot of these other big Android phones, they try and do a smaller one. You know, you can get the Galaxy S5 Mini, you can get the HTC One is it Mini or Compact. It's, it's one or the other. The difference is, and this is what is actually very special, if I was going for a smaller Android phone, I'd definitely go for one of these Xperia Z3 Compacts. Because unlike the other phones, which shrink the spec of the phone, the Z3 Compact shrinks the spec considerably less. Now, you have to take into account the fact physics, right? You can only fit so much stuff in so much space. And it's not like the Z3 Compact or the S5 or the HTC One are all sort of full of empty space. They're not. I guarantee everything is packed in as tight as it can go. And so the idea of saying, well, just make a smaller one isn't necessarily 
that straightforward. You can't just make a smaller one because you still got to put all those same bits in. Um, and so the smaller phones inevitably have to suffer some sort of spec degradation. However, the, the Z3 Compact suffers it significantly less than any other compact handset on the market. Let's go this way, Barkley. Come on. We're not going up there. That makes you think there are settlements over there. No more adventures, I'm not going that way. Come on. Yeah, every day it's like C-3PO and MTD to landing on Tatooine for the first time. Well, I'm gonna go this way, no. Uh, anyway, so if you're looking for a smaller Android phone, which is still not tiny wee, uh, then you know, the Z3 Compacts are, are very good. Now, if you're the kind of person who always likes the latest and greatest handset, that's where you're going to start running into problems with the Z3 Compact. Uh, sorry, just the Z3, the Xperia Z3. I'm finding out that while everybody else refreshes their product line once a year, um, you know, we're just coming up to the start of the Android refresh period. Uh, what Sony do is they do it every six months. So given that the Z3 came out in September, uh, roughly the same time as the iPhone 6, as the Nexus 6, you know, that sort of end-of-year uh, phone release cycle. Um, I would expect to see a Z4 in the next couple of months, and then a Z5 by the end of the year, because they're doing two a year. Um, now, arguably, I totally see the point with that. Um, phones are... Well, phones are like PCs used to be now, aren't they? I mean, there are portable computers, they run what they run, and the upgrade from one to another is reached the point where it's not that significant. You know, especially in terms of processing power and that sort of thing. Um, and so, you know, you don't need the latest one. You just need a recent one as it's been with PCs for, for quite some time, for a number of years. Um, so why not, if you're Sony, why not just keep the latest mobile processor in your top-end phone? When there's a new one, stick that in there. You know, why wait a year uh, to refresh your product range? Because in a year, it's not gonna be that much different anyway, and people will just complain, oh, it's not that much different. Like we do with every phone model that comes out. It's like the last one, but a bit better. Well, yeah. What did you think the last one was? Uh, and so, you know, I, I kind of feel bad that I don't have a Sony Xperia phone to play with. Um, they really, really don't look bad at all. And maybe my next Android phone may be one. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm not to another Android phone for little over a year, and I'm certainly not going out of my way to refresh it ahead of time. Um, but I think I might go with the Sony, just to see what they're like. As I say, not available generally uh, in North America. That doesn't mean you can't get one, that doesn't mean they don't work there, it means you have to order them from overseas. It does mean you'll have to pay the unlocked price, which may be a killer for some people. I totally understand, even I would never spend sort of six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a mobile phone in one go. Uh, so there is that to contend with. So, of course, that's if you want one in the US. If you're in Europe and Asia, just go to Carphone Warehouse or whatever and get one. 
uh, they're they're reasonably priced. I really I struggle. I don't have a bad thing to say about them. I mean, aside from the fact that they're Android phones, but even with Lollipop, it's been bringing me around into thinking. Well, I see how people can live like this, and I couldn't before. Um, so you know, I'm not going to hold that down as the, the bigger handicap. Uh, for I think for most people, Android is adequate because you know they they still don't want to do anything serious with their phones. Uh, I think if you're using your phone for work, for media creation, for all kinds of things like that, then you've you've still just got to go for iOS. There's no two ways about it. Uh, but we'll cover more of that in probably what I'm going to call section two of the show because I'm now back at my car. I'm still out of breath, so I'm going to put my dog in my car, drive my car back to the house, and uh, we shall pick up there. So, here we are back with now part two of the show. It is several days later, I am not walking a dog, I'm sat at my desk. So, a little bit less out of breath. So I'm going to deal with the second part of the question. What does an Android phone do that an iPhone doesn't do, and what does an iPhone do that an Android phone doesn't do? On uh, mass nothing, really. Um, if you want to look at Facebook and go on the internet and listen to music and play YouTube videos and Netflix and text your friends and get Snapchat and Instagram and Insta Paper and Insta anything else, then both things will do exactly the same stuff. That's that's pretty much it. Personally, I find Android a little bit toy-like, especially with the Lollipop upgrade, but that's just down to personal opinion. If you don't find that, then you don't find that. Um, what I will say, though, is that you will find a whole host of things for iOS devices that you won't find for Android devices. For example, the microphone that I'm recording this episode on which, while it's not the best quality microphone in the world, is a little lapel mic that just goes with a jack lead into my iPhone. I am then editing this show on the phone with the app that came with the microphone. I can then upload it to SoundCloud. And if I wanted to do something similar with Android, I honestly don't know how I'd do it. And then you add on to that all the stuff that you've got about all like the guitar stuff, all the guitar amps and effects and that sort of thing just the, there's plenty more accessory stuff that you can get that goes with your iPhone and that's basically because they know there's a large install base out there people know what size and shape the device is and it's likely to stay like that for two years it's very difficult to make a, an Android device specific to the device because they're all different shapes and sizes and change from year to year other than that and I hate to say this, other than that, it kind of comes down to personal preference. There are similar services and functionalities on both operating systems. One might lag behind the other in one particular feature, but then it'll be caught up on the next year. You know, so what you have to do is make your choice based on those individual differences that are specific to you and what your needs are. But Honestly, for 95% of you, it, in terms of functionality, it doesn't matter what phone you buy. They all have cameras, they all run Flickr, they all have an app store and do various things. They all let you email people. Um, you know, we, we, we really are at the point now where, uh, from the point of view of an operating system, it's down to personal preference as to which one is better. 
Um, on the hardware, on the other hand, I personally don't believe you'll get a phone as well engineered and put together as an iPhone. And the fact remains is that there isn't a single hardware manufacturer on the planet other than Apple that has stores that you can go into, get a person and go, hey, my iPhone stopped working and leave there with a new iPhone. You know, Samsung have nothing like that. HTC have nothing like that. And getting your phone from a carrier won't do anything to help you. So you, you just get that unparalleled service. If you want to go into an Apple store and talk to a genius just to get a general lesson on how to work your iPhone, you can do that. And there is no one sat around telling you how to work your HTC One. It just doesn't exist. So for various reasons, I personally choose iOS. You know, I still think the iPhone 6 has got the best camera of any phone on the market, regardless of megapixel or anything else. I suppose technically the 6 Plus has a better camera because it's got the optical image stabilization in there. But, you know, the, the, I wouldn't switch this for the best Samsung phone. I wouldn't switch it for the best HTC phone or the best Sony phone. It just doesn't all work in the right way. Plus, you've kind of got the service angle. You know, with any device, there's back-end services. With Android, they're all provided by Google. So your email is Gmail, your calendar is Google Calendar. If you're already using Gmail and Google Calendar, then arguably you might get the best experience using all of Google's ecosystem. Um, that said, I use Apple's ecosystem with iCloud and, you know, all the iCloud email, photo sharing, etc. And I, I get both on both devices. You know, well, I, sorry, I, little correction, I get my email on both devices because anything can read any email. Photo sharing is a tricky thing. You kind of just have to pick one service and go with it. And obviously the Apple one only exists on Apple devices. I wouldn't say in any way that it's particularly superior to the Google Photos offering. And in fact, I think Google Photos are, is, is a brilliant service. Um, I also use OneDrive and Flickr, which are available on both platforms. So... You know, you, you, it's important to make an informed decision about this, but without knowing your specific needs, um, it would be difficult to advise you over which thing to get. You know, you kind of need to do some of this stuff yourself, I suppose. Just think about what it is you need and what device you like will provide you with that. Uh, it could be either, but I don't know. If it goes, if what you want to do goes beyond the call of duty of a normal f handset on its own, then you're going to get more functionality with an iOS device. It's, it's just that simple. But for most people uh, who want to do a normal range of things with their phone, uh, both platforms are fine. So there you go. I'm, I bet you thought I was going to say something different there, but I, I didn't. They're both fine. My days of conflict over this are gone. I've got my iPhone. I, it's fine if you don't want one. So, thank you for listening to this. I'll be back later with another episode of Drivel or something. Keep checking my SoundCloud page. I'm going to remind you, have you heard, or do you think that's just bollocks? It was one of the first shows I ever did, and there's like 82 episodes of it. Go to the first one and listen to them all the way through, because they're smashing fun. They're all on my SoundCloud page as well. So, I'll speak to you later at another date with more stuff. Bye-bye.